1: Welcome to another episode of the Potato Files. I'm your host, Human Potato of Comedy, Jeff Paul. My guest today is a uh, comedian, a writer, an actor, uh, a cyclist, and an all-around good guy. Bob Kerr's here today, everyone. Make some noise, wherever the hell you're listening to this fucking thing. I really... It, it, <sighs> Make honestly wherever you are. Make noise. Make some noise. If you're if you're if you're on a subway, yell at the person beside you. Just yell, Bob Kerr. Yeah, just Bob leave, Kerr. <laughs> live out loud. That's what I say. <laughs> Alex is shaking his head of me yelling into the <laughs> microphone. Yeah. We have very nice things here at Never Sleeps Network, and I shouldn't be damaging them like that, right, Alex? Yeah. Are we gonna be okay? We, we we we'll fix that in post. That's what they say in the biz. Yeah. You know, you're you're in the biz, eh, Bob? I'm in the business. We're all in the biz. here. Here. For the people who don't know who Bob Kerr is, he is a uh, he is a wonderful uh, writer who has been writing how many years? For this hour has 22 minutes. 8 years. 8 years. How long has that show been going
0: on like 25 or 25 something? 25 years. So, man, oh It's a, a fraction, it's a third of its duration. 25 26 years. Oh man, I don't know. It's yeah, close. I
1: was uh, I was uh, lucky enough to uh, sneak my way into the Twenty-two minutes. uh, Year-end party this year when I was out in Halifax. Yeah, and then uh, remember we did shots, and my shot had a nice shard of glass in it.
0: Oh yeah, (laughs) there's a. You know what that that's. uh, We went to. uh, Maybe I shouldn't say the restaurant's name, but a bunch of us went to a restaurant, and Heidi brander another very funny writer and funny comic uh, she was drinking out of it and got a shot of glass
1: in the cup this is in
0: halifax and then when we told the manager about this they're like are you sure it wasn't a piece of ice
1: (laughs) what well when it happened to me at this thing i like took it off my tongue and like put it in the bartender's hand he's like yeah that's glass i was
0: uh, (laughs) (laughs) i was beside you
1: yeah yeah, oh, yeah. my God. But It's like, you, you can't complain when everything's comped, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go, well, give me more free drinks. Uh, that's honestly, I think
0: that should be, if you want
1: free drinks, it's... Yeah, you're going to have to drink some glass. Yeah, it's a bit well, of a Russian roulette. One of your assholes is going to bleed tonight, if you guys want to <laughs> <Yeah. Ombar>. know. <laughs> hey, it's not a party if your asshole don't bleed. <laughs> so, uh, how'd you get uh, your start on 22 Minutes? Just uh, send in your writing package? Uh, well, so I... W- Knew a guy, blew a guy? All of that. All right. But I didn't need to. Ah,
0: uh, you just wanted as I found, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had no affiliation with 22 Minutes. But we had, we had a nice time. And some guy in the park. I it was some guy in the park. <laughs> I was waiting for them
1: to make their decision. Yeah. walk down And he had a Royal Canadian Air Force shirt on, so I don't know why. Was it Alan Park? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a guy in the park. It was a park. <laughs>
0: Okay, so how did okay? Uh, I was in a sketch troupe called S- uh, Sketchersons. Mm-hmm. Sunday Night Live. They did it, so we did a show, new show every week, modeled after Saturday Night Live, where we'd have a celebrity guest, and then I did the weekend update portion ah. where I was the news guy. So I was writing jokes all the time, like news jokes and that translates well into twenty two minutes. It does, it, you know, because not a lot of people. Especially well in Canada, anyways, we're, we're writing those type of jokes, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mark Farrell, who was a uh, head writer at the time, and this was maybe 13 years ago, was there with uh, oh man, I'm forgetting his name. Well, C- C- CBC guy, <laughs> his name's escaping me, but. <laughs> They saw the show. I didn't know he was at the show, but I knew that he was, you know, Mm -hmm. the showrunner of 22 Minutes, and then he approached me after, which I was completely shocked by, and said, you know, send in a a submission. So
1: I did, and then... It was uh, 13 years ago, so then five years took for him to check. Well,
0: they brought me back a couple times, and then they let me go, because I guess I just wasn't ready. And And then eight years ago, I got brought in, it was a new showrunner, Tim McAuliffe, who since went on to do The Office and Last Man on Earth and all that. And he has all these pictures of his life that I'm <laughs> very jealous about. <laughs> and uh, he brought me on, and it was a short order of season. So I was only there for 13 episodes because the show season was only 13 episodes. But I was getting renewed every three weeks, which was super stressful. Yeah, 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 and yeah, like, yeah. it's honestly, <sighs> I, I don't know how I didn't do heroin <laughs> do you know what i mean or like slip my wrist hey, when in halifax yeah oh my wow <laughs> god and uh yeah since then i've just been brought back okay. and it's yeah it's been lucky and and do you nice. still have to find out every year if you're coming back every year i find out yeah. i don't know if i'm coming back i'm well, currently in the what was with the 13 episode
1: season? Why is that happening? A little fight. They didn't little, get the strike down at the CBS. I don't
0: think. I think that the show was sort of suffering. I, I could be wrong about this, but I think the ratings weren't there anymore. And then. But you brought him back. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Nice. And <laughs> that shorter season uh, worked out for us, I guess. I, I don't know. People just started tuning in again, and then the ratings went up. So, Weird. yeah, it worked out.
1: I was, uh, I was a big uh, CBC fan back when I had, uh, I had no cable, but my apartment oh. had a nice view of the CN Tower. Oh, yeah, So yeah. I, got, uh, I got, in high def, I got all the Canadian stations. And uh, Tuesday night was uh, Mercer, 22 minutes, then head to the Eaton House and get fucking blasted drunk till 2 in the morning. Really? Was this your regimen on Tuesday night? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. cool. I'd start with some Canadian comedy and then go watch <laughs> some real local Canadian comedy. Oh, my God. Do you remember John O'Vision? Um. Yeah, but True. I was that was before my time. Like, what do you? Well, not bef- before, uh, before, before I sh- t- before I gave a shit about what was on the. CCC. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I remember it being something when I was a kid, and I knew him. I knew Jonathan Torrens enough that uh, when Trailer Park Boys started, I was like, hey, yeah, it's JonoVision. Yeah,
0: the funny thing, and uh, Torrens is like, oh god, he's the sweetest man in the world. Yeah, great he, uh,
1: podcast, eh? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They, they 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 won the big award for uh, for best audio show, is that what they uh, won there, Alex? Taggart and Torrance. Taggart and Torrance. They beat out the old Vesta Friends they for, uh, for the, the Canadian th- Comedy Award. I'm not- hey, I lost too, so. Hey, I didn't even get nominated. <laughs> yeah, so you, you should be the angriest. And I'm fucking the chick who runs it. What's going on <laughs> yeah. here? God damn it.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, the nicest guy and I don't know, if, so he had his own talk show and then this is like indicative of Canadian celebrity (laughs) is that he was able to go down to L.A do a show called The Joe Schmo Show. Do you know The Joe oh, Schmo? I remember Joe Schmo. He did season two of Joe Schmo. This guy had his own show in Canada, <laughs> but the execs, the execs were not worried at all <laughs> that yeah. the
1: guy would have and recognized. That, Joe Schmo was the one guy in the reality show was the only one not in on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone, uh, everybody, everyone was else was like, they were hired and they were there. they yeah. screw with this guy. And I
0: love that premise so much and they don't do it anymore. <laughs> and the first season, Kristen Wig was on it. Really, Kristen Wiig was one of the fake contestants. Man, oh man! Before she was famous,
1: Pew used to be on uh, Punked. Third what? Se- third really? Season of Punked, he was the uh, the the what's uh, Dak Shepard guy? Are you shitting yeah, me? Yeah, because every season they'd have a new face to come in, and uh, I didn't know yeah, that. He was third season.
0: Wow, that's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. for him. Did and they? He, was, he got a few callbacks. He was almost uh, Jim from the Office, the American version. What? Yeah. And then wow. He- See, I,
0: I mean. I don't know Pew that well. I mean, we've uh, whenever we've talked, it's mainly been about Legend of Zelda. <laughs> so, but but this is a, that is fascinating. I'm uh, fascinated.
1: Oh, here's another. Uh, th- uh, Tim Steves was uh, w- w- in the final three to be Chandler on Friends. Really? Yeah. It was uh, it was between him, Matthew Perry, Jonathan Silverman. Wow, I can't see Jonathan. Silverman. And I think Adam Goldberg was up there, but I don't think he was in the final. Either well, he guest starred, later. yeah. He ended up guest starring on it, so
0: wow, Tim Steeves mm-hmm.
1: that would have been uh, that would have been good. Yeah, I, yeah. Honestly, Jonathan Silverman, I uh, can't see too much, but well, it's funny because uh, uh, Kira started watching Friends like rewatched it again, yeah. Um, after she found that out, she's like, I can't not see Tim steves anymore. I know it would be a whole different sort of flavor mm-hmm. of Chandler. Yeah. I'd still love it, though. Steve's a charming
0: motherfucker. God damn, he is. Yeah. And he's uh, too good at poker.
1: <laughs> he likes to play.
0: He likes to play. I, I played at his place, the last time I played was maybe
1: 10 years ago. God bless his wife for letting that go on every week. <laughs> yeah. Like, this guy's got a hired dealer that comes in once a week into his home, and they have, like, a fucking serious poker wow, game. Wow,
0: I didn't know that. That's yeah. new. Yeah, News yeah. The, the
1: dealer is, uh, because they, they all chip in for the dealer. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. One, and, uh. They tip him out or whatever. So the guy's making like, well, I think Tim said he makes like four to five hundred bucks every night off. Good of God. Every, 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 once a week. What a living. That's good. Uh-huh. So yeah, I know. I, I play poker maybe once every couple months and it's uh. I don't like to get past the $20 buy in. No, 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 but that's, that's me too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, the, Tim's the, always like, you should come down. I'm like, dude, I want to just go, th- like, why don't I just come throw some money on the fucking table and I'll get drunk in the corner?
0: Yeah, I haven't done it too. I, I did it only maybe a couple times or maybe once at Tim's place. And But I was, I'm was used to the tournament style, the $20 mm-hmm. buy in, yeah. $10, $20 buy in. I love that stuff so much. Yeah, I like it. It's easy. And uh, yeah, it's definitely more relaxed, but I did play it. And I remember. I didn't really have many victories except for I went up against Lauren Perlmutter. Okay. And I beat him out for, nice. for some doubloons. And then and then you never got on the roster. Never got it Never got on Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your agency with? The, my current agency is yeah. Ambition. Ambition. It's, Ambition Talent Agency. Oh, nice, David nice.
1: I'll give you my headshot. You can send it over, okay. Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> Are you, are you shopping? <laughs>
1: Fuck, I don't have an agent. Well, oh, really? No, I got I got Tony Crollo. That's who I got, baby. Agent of the stars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah Sitting yeah, yeah. sit around waiting for waiting for the phone to ring, eh, hey, Tone? Anyway. Do you go for commercials and stuff? No, I don't. I don't. No, I, I never. I should, though. I've, I've been told I got you, a, Oh, you'd be great in commercials. I'd be like the goofy guy for sure. The you'd be du- great. The dumb old fucking husband. <sighs> I could kill that role. Yes. Tony, get me some rolls. Jeff, uh, honestly, let me be your agent. Yeah, I think I can sell you. Sell me, baby, sell me. (laughs) I will fucking, I will get naked on that casting couch first day. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, everybody, this guy is desperate. (laughs) You work for nothing, buddy. Bring a train in on me. I don't give a fuck. I don't know what I could sell, though. I'd be a home, good Home Depot guy, eh?
0: You'd be good. Uh, yeah, Home Depot. I'm trying to think. Um, Cam H.
1: Cam H, uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bell Let's Talk. Bell Let's Talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the commercial's a 30-second documentary of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I kind of love that. I, I did this documentary thing when I was in Halifax. Uh, okay. Right before I came to see you. Yeah. Uh, these guys, like, little film crew. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, guy's doing a documentary about comedy. And then I was like, oh, okay. And I'm sitting in the chair and getting interviewed. I'm like, how many people uh, are you doing for this? The guy goes, just you. What? And I was like, hey, just me, eh? And then the cameraman just, like, kind of peeks from behind the camera. and goes, it's a five-minute documentary. <laughs> <laughs> We're not that interested <laughs> in comedy. Uh, no, but he's a uh, he's, he's he's a little guy in a you know motorized chair. He's a little uh, a Aruda, okay. Aruda type guy. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. Uh, nice nice little kid, and uh, he's just a, interesting. Yeah, film guy, and uh, is it for school or something? No, I don't think so. I think it's he's I think he's probably funded. So was this a, just a Jeff Paul profile or it what? Was uh, I think he's made a few a few oh little, uh, I a few see. little like. Five minute things on like different things. Cool. And uh, yeah, and he just he said we wanted to. He wants to be a comic as well, so he figured he like. Have you ever
0: watched any of those co- uh, comedian documentaries? Like uh, I
1: watched Gilbert Gottfried. Me too. That's awesome, the one I'm thinking man. about. It was so and it's good. So
0: interesting to see Gilbert Gottfried as like, and I kind of knew what it would be. I used, like this, this very shy, very introverted, nebbish mm-hmm. old man you know who like puts everything in vacuum sealed
1: bags and like but yeah so i did a i did a weekend with him oh yeah yeah um i, wa- I think i watched the documentary after it okay um, well that's good but like him showing the clothes he's packing yeah those were like the clothes he wore the entire weekend i was with him really yeah and then the one thing i pointed out uh i, s- I sent it to kira i sent a cre- screenshot because when he got fired from aflac yeah. What year was that? Well, that was so that 2012 was twenty twelve or something? The
0: the tsunami happens twenty twelve. Yeah, around that.
1: So the the view they showed in the documentary the View uh talking about it. Yeah. And they had his big like his press photo uh-huh. on the big screen and he was wearing the shirt that he's wearing in a picture we got together. Like six, yeah, six years later, and I don't know how old the picture is because it's their like f- stock photo. I was like, Come oh on, you're a part of history. He's still got that damn yeah, yeah. shirt,
0: man. I love stuff like that
1: though. And I, uh, my buddy Dan came with me because he's a huge Gilbert fan, mm. uh, so we want to come up. And then uh, <laughs> Dan was getting a picture of, with him uh the Friday night. Dan was leaving on the Saturday, yeah. And the picture I have of them Gilbert in his hand, he has. Three pairs of sunglasses, like the promotional sunglasses from a uh, Bose Brewery or something, like just like you know, those little yeah, $5 yeah, dollar yeah, sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. And he's got three of them clutched in his hand. <laughs> I was like, What do you need with all those? And then the first, okay, fuck. The first night, um, to break the tension in the green room, I gave him a Yuck Yucks too because there was a big bag of them. Oh, wait, like, where so f- wait, hold up, where is this? This is Yuck Yucks Ottawa. Ottawa, okay. So I was like, here, man, have a toque. Yeah, <laughs> we all chipped uh, in. And he's like, oh, thank you. And he put it in his uh, pocket. I think he likes
0: free stuff. Yeah. So. Well,
1: then after the show, uh, Howard Wegman went to give him a toque. And I go, I gave him one before the show, and Gilbert ripped it out of Howard's hand, <laughs> put it on his head, and goes, Doesn't mean I can't have two. Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm sure he probably re gifts it, or he's got kids and or a wife. Or throws it in those bags under the yeah, bed. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just hoarding <laughs> swag. Have you ever seen this documentary, Alex? i going to watch it. Give, no, give watch it. A, it's give sweet, it a watch, man. It's
1: sweet. It's going to make you laugh. It'll make you cry. The guy's got bins under his bed full of hotel yeah. toiletries. And his wife... Huge bins.
0: Yeah. And they're all full. And his wife, a very attractive uh, lady, is just showing off all of his, again, like vacuum seal Yeah, you know those bags you
1: stick the vacuum
0: on to suck all the air out? Yeah, and it's just got... uh, Like swag. So much stuff. And it's just like, (laughs) I'm just like... Uh, good for you. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like she's
1: just showing off, like it's yeah, a cute it's, little it's, uh, ex- they, eccentricity. They but, live in a very nice penthouse, but he's a hoarder, and everything is hidden. The, yeah, every, the hoarding is all like, very organized. Looks and like, the place looks put together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's just got a bunch like of underneath shit. anything is just free shit just it's ready to explode Mm -hmm. at any moment anyway enough about Gilbert Gottfried probably listens to this too don't want to offend the guy eh? (laughs) (laughs) I listen to his podcast man it's great he's a guy who loves comedy Mm mm-hmm loves mm-hmm. old movies anyway yeah. this is about you Bob Kerr uh, see I'm deflecting this is about you and this brand new house you bought in Hamilton Ontario baby look yeah. at you growing up eh yeah it's not
0: brand new it was actually
1: built in 1957 Nothing new is in Hamilton <laughs> man people know that yeah
0: what year was it 57, I think. It's a good year for houses, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's almost... Nice foundation. You got a good uh, good yeah, inspection on it. it's a brick
1: house. It's okay, brick house. Nice. It's no
0: no siding on this guy.
1: Yeah, I, I bought my little... ex-wife a nice brick house out in Ajax.
0: Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm.
1: That was a long time ago. 25, I bought a house. So you're serious?
0: Yeah, yeah. So how did you buy a house when you were 25?
1: Um. You, I, yeah. Did you have a successful job? Yeah, same job I have today, buddy. Wait, what job is I this? I work for CTV. I've been there since... Uh, 2004. I started. See, there's so much that this is why I want to ask you questions. Yeah, there's, ask there's me so questions, right.
0: man. So what do you do for cdv Can you
1: talk about that, or is that? Off yeah, field? no, I uh, I do uh, do commercial traffic.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. So so you you do this job full time, and then you're doing comedy after that. Yeah, you know, yeah, when the, yeah. When the
1: day is over, yeah, it's a nice easy nine to five job. Never. Never weekends. Never take my work Great. home with me. Do you own your place now? God, no. Yeah, no. It's, no, it's no, 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 so no. So you sold that place. Well, I, okay, yeah. <laughs> kind of walked away. And then... Uh, she, in Ajax? Yeah. Yeah. And then she sold it eventually. Right, right, right. Um, right. I, t- I took a big haircut on that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, me and my girlfriend, we, it was her idea. And I said, let's do it but we still live in separate apartments. This is our- Oh really? Yeah, 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 we yeah. never lived together no not really but I mean I did stay with her for the holidays like I'd stay oh, with that's, her for oh that's all you need then I'd stay and the for, holidays well, everyone's I happy stayed for yeah I know it's, cause I, honestly like Christmas is my favorite holiday so I'm definitely my mood levels are through the roof that December like, this th- guy's so easy to be with I know you know I didn't even think about that that might be that might be a problem it's like uh, I'm, I'm hard to deal hey honey I think we with.
1: bought a rental house in Hamilton
0: <laughs> but she she lives in, like, this 300-square-foot apartment. It's so tiny. and But we, uh, I'd stay with her for a month. Yeah?
1: And we didn't want to kill each other. Well, what do you so do when going. you're in Halifax? You keep your place here? Uh, yes, I do keep my place Does here. that get uh, pricey, or you've been in the same place a long time? Uh, I've been in the same place for
0: about four years. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I, I subletted it when I was gone. Yeah,
1: that's good, because there's always comedians coming through, too.
0: Well, I thing? subletted it to, actually, this guy who's, like this, He's like, a brilliant dude. And he—he's so he's like not a comic, not a comic. <laughs> no, no. Well, listen, I—he's like off to Princeton now. Jesus, like, because uh, he wrote this thesis on like, uh, I'm going to get this wrong, but it was like Nazi. It was a lot of. He loves space, and th- he was writing a s- story about the Nazis, like preparing to live on Mars, like doing run throughs of living on Mars or Nazis on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently this was It'd a real good place. place for him. So I think he's writing a book on this, and I was like, "That's the perfect person to sublet to
1: because he's not going to do anything." Does he know there's a an old B movie about Nazis on the moon? They've been oh really? They've been on the dark side of the moon, forming their army since uh, the end of the uh, war. Is that the
0: Bond movie? No, no, it's it,
1: it's uh, shit. I forget what it's called, but there's like two of them. I think they like it's really cheesy. It's B like movies. an Ed Wood movie. Yeah, yeah, black yeah, and yeah, white. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. This, um, this sheet just billowed out at you. Oh, my.
1: Oh, my. Uh, never know what's going to happen here and never sleep. Oh,
0: I just watched Hereditary and now I'm creeped out. What is Hereditary? Hereditary is a horror film that is, I don't want to say too much. Do you like horror movies? No, nah, I don't give a shit. No. They don't scare me. That's Your nice. listeners might like it, though. So I, I won't say too much except that it's. One a, listener. <laughs> is, if it's Hunter, if it's Hunter, then he's already seen it. No, it's Tim uh,
1: Golden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Actually, I got tweeted the other day. Somebody said Tim Golden's not the only one who listens to the Potato Files. Okay, so it's uh, two Matt, people. Matt Clopot, is that his name, Alex? Jesse Donato. No, oh, oh. Jesse Donato as well listens. A uh, Matt Clopot, is that Matt Clopot? Clopot, yeah, yeah Clopot, yeah. Hey, yeah. Matt Clopot, keep listening,
0: bud. That's a great last name, by the way. Clopot. huh I'm very jealous. I mean, we got pretty. You got a good name, Kerr. Well, you and me, we got oh. monosyllabic names. I, uh, I like, our first and last names are monosyllabic. It's.
1: I liked uh, in uh, when I played hockey, and they charged you by the letter to put your name on your jersey. Oh, that's very nice, it was nice and cheap for yeah. me. Yeah, I had a buddy. His last name was Schwartnowski. Whew. Oh, forget it. Yeah, Dad had to take out what a mortgage it? to get his name on the
0: jersey. That guy, Commie, what was going on there? He was. Uh, he's Polish.
1: Polish, got a big ski yeah. on the end there. I don't know my geography. Big block at all. head on him. Hey, Mikey C. Love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: wh- so, wait, where were we? At? I wanted to ask you because wh- we
1: found out uh, before we started taping that we're three days apart. Born three days apart. A couple of Pisces having a good time. Yeah, yeah, here. yeah, So, where were you born? I was born at the St. Catherine's General Hospital, which is no longer in service. No? No. I was born,
0: I don't know what the hospital was, but I was born in St. Mary's, Ontario, which is a very tiny town. I know where is that St. Mary's. Ah, uh, I, I want to say it's between Kitchener and London, maybe, but I could be wrong. Now nah, it might be. You don't even know the town you were born in.
1: No, I was. Uh, a baby a, a baby yeah but where'd you grow up you didn't grow up there no I didn't grow up there you no just, along the side of the road had, dad had to pull over pull you out of your mom
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> on the way to the take town take a picture
1: beside the St. Mary's sign <laughs> population <laughs> plus one
0: <laughs> that is kind of a what a nice little graffiti project for some uh, for a new father or mother to just like put a plus one on a population sign yeah why not I would do that and then like take a picture be, this is how we commemorate your birth
1: As a you and your girl got to do you got to get out of your car on the highway and have a plus yeah. two sign yeah yeah, the yeah, hamilton yeah population you get 14 likes on instagram i thought
0: you were going to suggest that we have a kid and that is not happening no you two are the two you yeah know? we're the two yeah yeah, 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 yeah. moving not, to hamilton yeah uh, uh land of waterfalls
1: <laughs> i gotta go find these uh waterfalls yeah, me too. In hamilton. i gotta find it it's don't apparently- go chasing waterfalls is what i've been told for a long time
0: yeah, but you know what? That was the '90s, and oh. nobody does nobody does anything in, or pays attention to what they said in the '90s,
1: right? I, I preferred uh, "Don't Go Making Phony Calls" by, by Weird, Weird Al. Al. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stick to the seven-digit numbers you're used to. I knew
0: I I've, I've listened to Weird Al songs before the original songs. Oh, I was yeah. one of the, I was a big Weird Al fan. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I didn't know what the original songs were. Well, there's so I,
1: many songs I can't hear. You, you only hear Weird Al.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like uh Gangsta's Paradise.
1: Oh yeah. I can't I can't not think of Amish Paradise. Fuck yeah, man. I'm gonna party like it's sixteen ninety nine? Yeah. It's great. It was his, uh, the his first lyric writing is so impressive. I love Weird like L, man. Uh white and nerdy. Oh yeah, yeah. Like his writing is Amazing, and then his rapping—you're like, what the fuck, man! Oh, what? There's a song
0: I think it's called Bob, and it's like uh, done in the style Bob Dylan, like uh, 60s Bob Dylan, like uh, Subterranean Homesick Blues, and it's the whole song is palindromic. It's a palindrome. Do you know what palindrome is? No, I, I, I don't it's have time to look these up. A word that's. A word or a sentence that's uh, spelled the same forwards as it is backwards. Ah, like "madam," I'm
1: "madam." That's why you've been writing for eight years. You know these goddamn. Times. I love words, <laughs> and I love puzzles. Okay, so you're born on the side of the road in Saint Mary's. Born on the side of the road in Saint Mary's, and I was raised in Wyoming, Ontario. Wyoming? I've never even heard of that. Um, oh, I heard of Wyoming, not Ontario,
0: though. Yeah, no. People think I'm from the cowboy state, and I am not. <laughs> uh,
1: it's uh, outside of Sarnia. You've probably heard of Sarnia. I have heard of Sarnia. Yeah, yeah. Just worked this weekend with uh, John Wing. John Wing's from Sarnia. From, a, from Sarnia. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guy, John Wing. Mm-hmm, great uh, guy.
0: It's frustrating because uh, I wanted to be, I might be maybe the only, he's definitely the famous guy that came out of Sarnia. Well, Andrew Barr's you, on the move up. Come Andrew on, Barr's maybe. on the move up. We're <laughs> talk, but we're talking comedy specific. If we're talking about hockey, that's a different story. yeah. Because there's a lot of hockey guys. I think uh, Dale Hunter is from Petrolia, which is outside of the, what Petrolia is where I went to school. So Dale Hunter was either and and uh, Dino Cicerelli. Oh, Dino oh, I L- loves Dino. And also, of course, we got from Sarnia. Uh, uh, we want to talk about space. Well, let's talk about did we uh, want to talk about space? Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? The spaceman. Chris Hadfield, Hadfield. Chris he's Hadfield. from Sarnia, yeah, and we had, the Sarnia has we the Sarnia has an airport that's the Chris Hadfield airport, and I think it only goes to Toronto <laughs> and Scotty was from Sarnia, Scotty Star Trek Scotty,
1: oh James beam me du, up Scotty James
0: Duhon.
1: I thought he was an English guy,
0: or did he just well, play English I, guy? well, you know, I think he might have. Grew up it, like his formative years might have been in Sarnia.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Hold on to that accent. I I had a roommate. She was uh, from England, and uh, she said every time she was driving uh, on the highway alone, she would um she would read the street signs in a yeah. really thick English accent to try really? and hold on to it. Uh huh. Like Walker's Line, four kilometers. Uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was your impressions of Sarnia when you rolled in? Was that your first
1: time or? No, Sarnia. I've been I've been going to Sarnia since i was a kid. Cause yeah, I played uh, hockey. Oh yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah. The, the Sarnia is that the big hotel?
0: I think so. Yeah, it's, uh, it's got a water
1: park inside it's near the bridge. It. Maybe I don't know the yeah. bridge. <laughs> I don't know Blue Water Bridge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah. I don't know Sarnia shithole. That's my uh, yeah yeah, of yeah yeah. It's very like Sarnia is the last place I ever ate at Swiss Chalet, and that was in college. And, really you know, i was like i'll never eat this shit again you're holding Sonia accountable for your yeah 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 boy, yeah. i'm telling that you. place Swiss you, you want to have i had uh i had uh poutine yeah and i was like eating my poutine and i'm like there's something under my poutine so i like moved my fries yeah aside. Yeah, yeah um what it was was uh the rat ch- no it was the chit you know the chit? The chit that a waitress gives the cook so what? he knows what to oh, cook. Oh, no. So it was that. And then when I pointed it out to the waitress, she just reached in with her two bare fingers and pulled it out. Yeah. And then was like, sorry about that, and walked away. And I just pushed my... I'm like, what the fuck? That is a good Sarnia story. Yeah. She gave me a free ice cream or like a <laughs> dessert. <laughs> I, like, I want that for free. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> or
0: another one.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah chitless A chitless
0: one yeah chitless please my favorite actor is michael chitless <coughs> he's
1: good he's good the shield yeah the commish the commish one episode the of thing. seinfeld He's also the thing he was the thing in the first shitty uh fantastic four that's right do you remember him in seinfeld no he was uh very early maybe first or second season he was this uh, drunk guy that wouldn't leave jerry's place and he was just like... Oh, really? He's like, hey, he buzzed him up, like, Jerry, I'm in town! And then, like, <laughs> oh. Jerry couldn't get rid of this guy. And that was... Um, he's got a uh,
0: Ryan Horward. Ryan Horward. Hor- Hor- Horward. Ryan Horwood has um, his face... Uh, I think I've told him this. He kind of looks Chiklis like... Face? He kind of looks like Michael Chiklis to Yeah,
1: me. He, he'll tell you he looks like Brad Pitt, though. Yeah, what, with <clears throat> the beard? uh i don't know he told bebsy one that t- he he's like yeah a lot of people say i look like brad pitt <laughs> oh my god who is who are these people i don't know <clears> The <throat> oh this is a good horwood story i don't know horwood might even listen to this so you might not think it's a good story but fuck him yeah me horwood and k trav were heading up to uh, my cottage and uh horwood had just got new headshots done mm. and um K-Trev complimented him on the new headshots, and he was like, yeah, I'm pretty happy with them." Blah, 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 you know? Then we got to my cottage. Uh, Rob Bebenek was already at the cottage. He got there nice. early. And we have this little gazebo where we all sit yeah. and drink. And we walked into the gazebo. Bebenek was holding... The headshot on Bebs on his phone <laughs> beside his own head. Yeah, it was just with this stupid grin on his face, <laughs> and Horwitz just like like it, everything he liked about those headshots just ended oh. right there. And then uh, Bebsey just laid into him about the headshots, and I don't think he ever used them once. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> wow. And then I think Bebsy even posted the headshot once that said, uh, "Some people tell me I look like Brad Pitt." <laughs> <laughs> But Horwood's got a nice uh, little cafe. He just—I uh, don't even know if it's opened yet. He's been dragging his feet on it. Uh, if if he- Instagram tells me anything, I think it is open. Oh, he yeah, has finally opened He had—he uh, had some problems with his uh, cook, so uh, oh shit, they were I, delayed I on opening. That. Green Canoe in Leeside, Side. If you're uh, ever in that I area, don't even of Toronto, Lee Side is. I was talking to Ben Miner about it. Ben works for uh, SiriusXM. If you guys are wondering at yeah. home, uh, we uh, were trying to make plans to go up there, and he's like, I. I Google mapped it on TTC. It's like an hour and 15 minutes. I'm like, yeah. I'll, I'll drive us up there. Don't worry. Where is your cottage? My right cottage area? is in a town called Magnetowan. Magne- Magnetowan. Magnetowan. Yeah, it's between Perry Sound and North Bay. Oh, a- so that's what, three hours? Yeah, about three hours from the city. Oh, man, I love a cottage. I Listen, love you want to come? Is this what
0: you're? you're yeah, you're like, okay. I've mean, been to the dropping
1: events. Yeah, come to the cottage. You like doing mushrooms? I haven't done mushrooms in so long, man. Yeah, I, I got off them for a good good chunk of time, and I've <sighs> been uh, last couple of years. I've been really enjoying them. The last time I did that was at a cottage.
0: Best place to do them. Was
1: it the last time I did it?
0: Yeah. I had a fun time. I, I've had terrible times on streams too, but
1: I've never had a bad trip. Like people always talk about bad acid trips, bad mushroom trips. I've I don't know, man. I'm always just having a good time.
0: Uh one time I just did it by myself to see what that was like. I was in college and I was <laughs> like, oh, I got these mushrooms. I mean, I have such a fun time when I'm with people. I'm, yeah. Must be
1: all right when I'm by myself. And that <laughs> was a horrible it was the worst time. It's uh um a guy who used to comedy Justin Late. Uh do you remember this guy? justin late yeah big muscles on him big jack no. guy yeah uh, his whole shtick was about being uh, raped by his piano teacher as a kid so good basis for your uh, true career. story
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah very true <laughs> oh, story God. and
1: uh so he he turned to self-medication and he thought mushrooms were curing his depression and oh. he was just doing mushrooms in his apartment alone like day after day punching holes in his wall
0: mushrooms doesn't no mushrooms doesn't cure your mushrooms is like the like, the day after mushrooms is, it's kind of, uh, sort of equivalent to the downer after ecstasy, a day after You never ecstasy. did X. I did it once, and I didn't do a lot of it, but I did it at the Canadian Comedy Awards when they were doing Ooh. it in London. <laughs> and, you know, I was in the Skechison, so we all had to share our hotel rooms. You know, we only had like two or three hotel rooms and there's like 13 or 14 of us. <laughs> and I, I slept in the bathtub. I have slept in a tub, tub or two in my day. I slept in a bathtub with my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> and I was on ecstasy and I didn't. How did you do that? Her between your legs? Leaning no. Back on you? not, I don't think anything happened. <laughs> I think I was too out of it because I was drinking a bunch too. No, I wasn't even drinking. That was the problem is I didn't hydrate. Ah. And I, I woke up. The next day with the worst, honestly, like the worst dry throat, the cotton mouth, like I could not get rid of it. Like no matter how much liquid
1: I yeah. drank, it was there. mornings.
0: But the morning after shrooms to me is like, a buddy of mine called it a cheese ball hangover because you did
1: feel like a cheese ball. You just, you keep your brain doesn't work. I don't know. Well, my brain doesn't work on a daily, so no, yeah. what are you going to do? I, I did a... I microdosed once. I did like a little half pellet of mushrooms. was not like it was just nice. Like yeah. You weren't tripping out. It was just everything felt nice and like, Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I interesting. Was like, I was like swimming and I was like this is just everything. Wow. Like feels you just good. did a little cap
0: or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. I uh cuz my my thing with weed, I haven't smoked weed in a while either now. I uh I think I just do too much. At one time, and then it gets me way too high, and then I get uh, super anxious. That's
1: the thing with mushrooms too. I want to do more mushrooms. Yeah, I've been there. When mushroom, when I do mushrooms, I'm just like, I'm like, I could be higher than this. Like, I could take more, you know, and feel like,
0: you know, like or or like, yeah, like uh, four hours passion is like, I need to consume more to keep this uh, Mm -hmm. going. Yeah, for sure, because it's so. I've had some of the most fun uh just being high on shrooms yeah it's a fun drug oh my god
1: kira won't do them but one day yeah one day that one, little one vegan's day gonna get something in her oh she
0: vegan yeah just so oh that's interesting i didn't know that
1: about kira yeah 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 she loves animals yeah yeah yeah. but she'll cook me meat she's, she's not, a, not
0: like stringent like yeah that.
1: she's not standing in front of antler protesting with all these assholes <laughs> that's fascinating. wow first of all they're probably hired by antler uh well, it's, Antler's
0: doing great from it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what makes me And the suspicious. best part
1: about this Antler thing, if you guys don't know and listen at home, there's a restaurant in Toronto called Antler, and uh, they do like exotic meats like deer and boar and stuff, yeah. and uh, they've been getting protested by uh, by vegan protesters, but a place like that is probably the most ethical of yeah. all. Like, go protest McDonald's that are just fucking walking Cows KFC, and grinders, you know, yeah. Where they have all those <clears throat>
0: deformed chickens with like giant yeah, yeah, breasts. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Like But like
0: <clears throat> I don't know. I uh the that's what I thought was weird about it though, you know, is that they were protesting his restaurant mm-hmm. and there's so many other meat themed
1: restaurants. Yeah. And like uh these like places like that are their food is mostly organic, like it's yeah. very like they they you pay extra so you're not at like just pulling some steak off some packed farm. Yeah, 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 yeah. God knows where, you know. And uh, I I think these protests are just in the wrong place.
0: You know, we're we're heading into a political territory,
1: <laughs> and uh, I
0: have so many thoughts on that because I feel like Facebook is creating this divide. Or a wider divide. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah, yeah. People yeah. Are talk- like people are just shouting at each other on Facebook anymore.
1: Oh, I know. It's nuts. and
0: and it's becoming that people are uh, refusing to believe that there's a different perspective. And you know what I well, mean? Well, th-
1: that's a, a big thing to do with like Facebook's algorithm because they yeah they are feeding you what like yeah, what yeah. you're looking for. Yeah, like, was, if you're clicking likes on things, they're going to give you more of that shit. I yeah, mean, it's just gonna perpetuate whatever fucking stereotypes and whatnot you have in your head and uh me
0: and another writer scott montgomery we tried to write a sketch for the last episode of 22 uh called the echo chamber where it was like a panel show and it was just everybody like passionately agreeing with everybody else <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> because that's all it is we're all just like sort of living in our own little happy place oh yeah yeah, yeah. like me personally i didn't want doug ford in in the office i saw that uh there yeah vocal yeah yeah and i i honestly i don't go political anymore on facebook because i just don't have the fucking mental capacity or i don't care about it that much to like get into arguments because it doesn't go anywhere nobody's ever Mm -hmm. like i see your point no it's no no everyone's got their
1: own point and they will see that point. yeah uh,
0: it's just more
1: vitriol Mm -hmm.
0: it's a cyclical vitriol crazy thing because i have I come from a small town, Wyoming, Ontario. There's a lot of conservative thinking people in small towns. And so when I talk about Doug Ford and how I think he's a problem, people from the small town love Doug Ford, and Mm -hmm. they think that he's not a problem. And so... Hey, buck a beer. We're all winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But (laughs) the problem is is that uh, people oversimplify... I was talking to a friend of my, uh, mine today about this because it's been on my mind a lot. So I've been shoe- i am shoehorning this into your podcast. Bring
1: right it in, bud. Bring it in. We got an hour to fill here. The voting
0: base of any party is very complicated. People have their own sort of. The, people have their own motives for voting a certain way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it gets oversimplified with like the, the Doug Ford or like, well, I'll talk more about Donald Trump because that's easier, but we can make the parallels with Doug Ford that anybody who voted for Donald Trump is a sexist, uh, racist, uh, homophobic, gun-toting hillbilly. And that's not true. There's so many different types of people that voted for Trump, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, and there's also so many different types of people that voted for Hillary. It's, it's such a complex thing that you can't, to simplify it into just a group, a subsective group is dangerous. That's just dangerous thinking. And also it shuts people off to, to even wanting to even understand, like, to me, that's what's fascinating now. It's not the people that voted for Hillary Clinton. I would be one of those people. Mm -hmm. So it's not fascinating for me to learn about those people, (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's more fascinating. I want to know why anybody voted for Trump. I, it seems like when you go on Facebook, nobody has nobody cares about that, though, but why isn't that interesting? Or why not listen to the people that you're against? It's better to understand your enemies, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's you fight with knowledge, do you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. instead of ignorance, uh, greeting
1: ignorance with more ignorance? I didn't vote. i i I think i've only ever voted a couple times in my life i'm not uh yeah you're not a big voter i don't care man like i my like doug ford gets in my life does not change
0: yeah but that that's the other thing that i was thinking is uh uh i just don't know what's how much it's going to change
1: you know what i mean like i don't know i think like the path of my life is just so far removed from anything political that it doesn't I'm still like, unless some guy comes in and says, "Oh, okay, you can't tell dirty jokes anymore." That's yeah, when I'll be like, "What? Well, 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 fuck you!" But, Fair like, enough. I don't, I don't involve myself. I'm not. I don't know. I'm just not in the political spectrum, and I don't give. Yeah, a shit, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's something that would just stress me the fuck out. And it I just like,
0: stressful. It's stressful to.
1: <clears throat> I like my blind ignorance. I live in. Hey man, that's Great. why I say ignorance is bliss. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's working just fine for yeah. me. Yeah. How that's- did uh? <clears throat> How did you get so political? Let's get into your upbringing. <laughs> what did mom and dad do in Wyoming, Ontario? We were not at
0: all political. No? No, no. The, the my job made me political. I don't read the- Writing for 22 minutes made you political? But yeah, oh, you weren't political going in? No, I wasn't. Okay. No, well, I mean, I wrote, when I was writing jokes for Sunday Night Live, I was definitely writing political type jokes, but they were very simple. They were mm-hmm. like my even now, I'm not as political. My interests lie more in like s- social behaviors and th- thoughts and yeah. all that stuff, and which uh, politics is a part of. I pay more attention now, but uh, it's you know I used to think Canadian politics is was, was super boring, and it kind of is uh-huh. still. You know, <laughs> it's not an- amazingly interesting. Uh, you know, Rob Ford made it interesting, but that was. It, It wasn't politics. No, it was just him being a buffoon. It's the same with Doug Ford, though, Mm -hmm. and he's an easier story. Do you know what I mean? Politically, it's not even. It's not a political story. It's he's also he was like a former drug dealer, which I don't know why people pick apart so much because everybody's like he's a drug dealer. Who
1: hasn't sold hash in their day? Come on.
0: Well, or done it, or (laughs) bought it from a
1: dealer. Yeah. You know, like
0: (laughs) I don't know. I some of this stuff, it, 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 it's too much of a headache. And, you know, we all, I think there should be like a national, like get off Facebook week. And then <laughs> no, seriously, like uh, no social media.
1: I don't get it, man. I don't get why I want to check it all the time. And I don't yeah. like, <clears throat> I'm not even reading anything anymore. I'm just, yeah. Like, like, no, no, no. Did anyone like my shit? <laughs> and I get off. And I yeah. just like, I don't know. I, I'm trying to step away from it, but I think, just being in comedy there's this it's like weird thing it's you're kind of stuck in it because yeah yeah that's like that's how that's how you promote that's how you promote that's how comedians are communicating yeah um and it's just like if i like if i worked at the bank i wouldn't give a fuck what was going on on facebook you know but like because you're in comedy you gotta i i gotta see who else is out there being funny and what they're fucking posting and what you know and it's just
0: well yeah especially because it's the 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 uh, comedy community is always expanding and i'm in halifax most of the time so it's my way of keeping in touch mm-hmm. with the scene and feeling involved in some way but uh and also it's just such a stream of new people that are coming in and then that's how i learn about those new people and get familiar with them uh because when I, when i come back it just it honestly sometimes it just feels like a completely different place
1: yeah well how long are you gone at the
0: time uh, september to april so this is like a school year yeah yeah, yeah half the you year know. it's half the year half and half. then i'm back here and then then i go to, I, I comedy bar on any given day i don't recognize a single person
1: mm-hmm. i have those nights at comedy bar where uh, you show up and it's just a bunch of sketch people and you're like, oh, <laughs> where the fuck are the stand-ups
0: that's crazy to me that sketch is still happening
1: like live <laughs> sketch. Yeah. you know what I mean?
0: Well, Isn't I mean. Isn't that how you started? Or you? Yes. Like, did you uh, always do both, though? Yes, I did. Uh, before sketches, since I was in a sketch group called Flossie and the Jujus, and there was shows, there were shows that had sketch, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's not a thing anymore. Maybe it is at the comedy bar,
1: because it just, that's, that's like facilities. the only place. It
0: would be the only place, but back then there was a. so uh,
1: SoCap on the. Uh, on the East End, oh, yeah, maybe They'll Bad do Dog, something. I guess. Well, Bad Dog's now by Comedy Bar too, so they're yeah. neighbors.
0: And SoCap, right? SoCap does sketch.
1: S- yeah, I think a bunch of sketch people uh, do because SoCap is just like Comedy Bar, where it's you you book the room, you do yeah. whatever the fuck you want. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: My girlfriend's more into SoCap scene. Uh, I like that place. I haven't fun.
1: done a show there in probably three years. I've never done a show there. I did. I did one show there, and there was a fucking band just rocking out one floor below me oh yeah in the bar that bar yeah that bar the black swan I, yeah, black i've swan. drank i've gotten drunk in the black swan is uh, it good a lot in my it, no it's a shit hole <laughs> but i used to live right up uh, broadview and danforth and it was like 450 pints every day that's
0: a good area to live in
1: though yeah it was great man broadview and danforth yeah, i yeah, enjoy that I, I enjoyed it because i had subway and i had the streetcar oh. right in front of my place i lived so. right across the comedy bar with gary there you go uh,
0: Gary, I was roommates with Gary Rideout and Andy Hall. All right. And we lived, uh, and That's when he just got the place, or? It was pretty, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, yeah, we were living right beside the Shopper's Drug Mart, you know, Shopper's Drug yep. Mart across the street. We were living in the building beside
1: that, and it was, like, perfect. Everything was so close by. Yeah. I I I, I live in this neighborhood now, King of Bathurst. and This, this is
0: your neighborhood, too? Yeah. I live on uh, Queen Dufferin.
1: Okay, yeah, so- yeah. I, I sidled into Kira's place oh cool so, yeah she's been there for years the good neighborhood yeah 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 so you go down to the uh, foggy do a bunch uh no i i, I stopped going to foggy do man they did yeah. that bullshit where they uh they they made their glasses smaller and uh hiked their uh, prices up oh really yeah and you're like you're paying like too much for what would be a pint but it's not even a pint interesting like okay so i stopped going i don't there, like that practice I don't. Yeah, yeah yeah, no. they everyone dropped down to like 14 or 16 ounce glasses and wow so, yeah it's weed a, chief too uh no weed chief still a still, still a pint still got it yeah still a good chicken wing too do you think people really like our local references <laughs> 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 um i i don't think this podcast <laughs> reaches enough people to give two shits <laughs> congrats because this i love this neighborhood too yeah no uh kira's been renting uh same place for 12 years it's her friend's mom's place good for so her one day that friend's mom might say I'm gonna sell the place yeah or the son will inherit it and yeah here she can stay as long as she wants awesome well but we don't know interesting so yeah but we like uh You're, but yeah you have no plans to move no no we've made it a home you know we yeah like, well, she's been there 12 years but like uh since I moved in we like we did a bunch of stuff we Built a bar down in the basement, the Andrew nice. Bar. Oh, I've heard of this. You've heard of the Andrew Bar? Lovely place. I was unable to attend. I
0: was uh, unable to attend the party you had. You, I think you had an opening party or something.
1: Probably. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we we do a little party. We're having another one soon. We always party, buddy. We're just having a good always time. Always partying. Life's Listen, just a big fucking party. The world's going to end. Yeah. Let's all enjoy yeah. our Who lives. Who needs a savings account? Let's yeah, fucking, let's do this.
0: <laughs> right, we're all going to die. Hmm some sooner than others. And that's all I ever think about anymore. That's what and it doesn't even keep me up. You think about right. death a lot? I yes, I do. Yeah. In fact, I would I part of me wants to I would, if I had
1: a podcast, I think it would be very just focused <laughs> just talking on talking Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dying with Bob Kerr. <laughs>
0: hey
1: Alex, you want that for Never Sleeps Network? Dying with Bob Kerr? I'll well, take it. <laughs> uh, Alex will take anything. Yeah, there. yeah, he, yeah. He just wants, Look at the list of podcasts he's got there. A eh? Vesta Friends, Speech Bubble, talk and wrestling you've been a guest on that yeah speaking duck what's the speaking duck podcast again yeah food podcast obviously the potato files
0: a play on peaking duck we got everything you need here at never sleeps yeah that's i mean all that represents my life in some way or another. i know
1: and just everything could be about dying but that's what i'm saying on every one of those podcasts end of the road or i don't know what the name will be but (laughs) end of the road but
0: why not? Why are, we can't be afraid to talk about death because it's going to happen. You, mm-hmm. you, you if the more you talk about it, the less you get afraid of it.
1: I was wondering, cause like, uh, like it would suck to say, you just step out in the street, get smoked by a truck. Yes. Yes. That I would think, suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the dying process would be so easy. Yeah. Yeah. There's no be thought. Very quick. No, There's no, just no. boom, you're done. Yeah. And,
0: yeah, uh, it's. I think about that too. Of like the pros and cons of like a slow death versus like yeah.
1: Like, do you do you do you want to like just slowly die and say goodbye to everyone and just like go through that shit, or do you want to have a heart attack and just that's it?
0: I think that I would rather the slow death. You slow know, death, where I can yeah. see it,
1: I can see it coming. Like, wake up and be like, maybe today's the day.
0: Well, because here's here's my theory, especially like because I've. People I've loved have died of cancer, and I've seen it up close. And yeah, your like, dad uh, went through. My that. dad passed away. Uh,
1: he, <laughs> he went through it. Yeah. Well, no, just, no, no uh, I know. Yeah, the whole slow and like you got the yes. goodbye, and you got your closure with him. right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So he was. He had cancer for like I don't know, sixteen months or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: it was a. It was a bit, and yeah, uh, yeah you see. Was this- it a rough sixteen months? Because I've seen people die of cancer, <laughs> just like nah, fuck, I got cancer. You know. And yeah. Like a
0: i think it was a lot of that more of that mm-hmm. probably a, a little bit of both but probably it, it didn't seem like it was his life wasn't entirely different what i i got from it is that dying is boring mm-hmm. you know like i have to imagine that he he would go outside on the porch and then just smoke and talk to some pals and
1: smoking that, with the cancer
0: he was smoking oh yeah, yeah my yeah. dad was a career smoker and I uh, take it that's how what cancer like lung cancer it was not no, no it wasn't no it was uh it was a a rare form of endocrine cancer it's like sort of a stomach or bowel cancer you don't think
1: that's related to the cigarettes
0: I think actually it was more related to the food he was eating because he was a truck driver oh, and he had yeah. a very terrible diet hey great my dad drives truck this is awesome
1: he yeah, doesn't yeah smoke
0: though well yeah I feel like well uh, smoking might have definitely well smoking definitely doesn't uh hurt if <laughs> <to keep on laughs> cancer. Yeah. But at the same time, like I, I my dad was a religious guy, but not like a church going fella. Mm-hmm. He was just like he believed in God and uh he was definitely at peace with his own mortality. Yeah. That was a great comfort to me, even mm-hmm. though I don't believe. But to see him just he, he it was a very graceful death, yeah. you know.
1: Were you close with him growing up?
0: Uh well it was it's hard to say because uh, I'd say yes and no, because, uh, he you know, growing up, he was one of my favorite people, mm-hmm. but he was gone. He was a truck driver. So he was gone five days a week, Monday to Friday. Yeah. He was not home. He was on the road. And then on the weekends I'd see him. So
1: my dad drove a bread truck. Um, so he was just out nightly. Oh, he was at like, you like drive overnight. Yeah. You'd go, uh, so how it works is. Today, like it works for Dempster's, today in Ancaster, where their uh, bread bakery is, right, they will bake all this bread today. Yeah. And then they'll get it ready, and then they'll ship it to the individual depots everywhere. Mm-hmm. My dad's depot's in St. Catharines. Okay. So my dad will go to that depot, um, what he leaves his... Truck there.
0: Can you describe the truck? Is it like what, what my dad would drive? No, Is it's it? not a
1: rig. It's like okay. uh, it's got air brakes. Like it's a big truck, but it's not. It's not a trailer. It's, it's a, sort
0: of like a moving van kind of deal. Yeah, like a bigger. Yeah, big, yeah, yeah. Like size. a Hertz. But yeah, 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 yeah. I gotcha.
1: Um, so he'll go. He'll pick up the bread, uh, mm-hmm. like whatever time he'll. He's got to organize it on his truck for all the stops. You know, like yeah. put the last stop on the front. Blah blah blah, and then uh he'll go deliver it around yeah. to the stores. Uh-huh. and uh, he's got to put down on the shelves and everything, so he, he's, he does it all before, like, the store's open. Yeah. So once the store's open in the morning, all the the bread's all up and everything. And,
0: and he, he's unloading all the bread, too, I imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. My,
1: my brother works with him now.
0: To be honest, I would not hate a job like that. Um, uh, I, I love a job that
1: involves driving. Yeah, he, uh, like, uh, my stepmom said that, like, because uh, my dad doesn't really talk to me about things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my stepmom said, like, my dad loves the, my dad loves the social aspect of the whole thing. Yeah. Because he's like, he's in 10, 15 different places every night, like, interacting yeah, with Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got friends and probably at every yeah, stop. Yeah, 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 it was
0: like my dad, too, actually. Yeah. My dad was super friendly, super outgoing.
1: Well, that's how um, my stepmom, uh, she worked at IGA in Niagara Falls, and that's how my, uh, my dad met
0: her. Oh really? Yeah, From yeah. oh that's yeah, yeah. that's make, very nice. Making the bread deliveries. Yeah. So
1: So your dad has been doing this job for a while. My dad is the longest damsters franchise owner in the well the world, the country, I guess. Good for Canada him. Canada bread, I guess. I think so. Yeah. Um I'm, bought by a Mexican company recently. Oh wow. But, uh, yeah, he's the longest uh, franchisee for the Dempster's Corporation. Good for him. Uh Uh-huh. He's got a couple years left. He's been doing it since he was, like, probably 19. How old is your old man? He's a young guy. He's uh, 60. He'll be 63 in September. Nice. And uh, I'm the youngest son. He had me when he was 24. Wow. his third born at 24 years old. So your, your dad
0: is definitely... Was younger, well, younger mine by a few years. Yeah, my dad passed away when he was sixty two, and that was two thousand fifteen. So that's
1: early, man. I can't like, I, I don't know, I, I I have that like going back to the death talk. I have the fear that I'm gonna get a call one day. Yeah, like that. Oh, that yeah. The heart attack came. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm pretty sure that's how my dad will go. Well, let me tell you, my
0: father had maybe I think seven or eight heart attacks. Oh, really? No joke. Shit. Yeah, he had. They were all... he a big guy? Yes. He was uh, 300 and... I think he topped out at 340 pounds. Holy shit. Uh, And he was like six foot three. The man was a beast. Mm -hmm. He was, you know... And uh, yeah, he had like this... He had a big gut, but it was solid. It wasn't... He wasn't like...
1: Yeah, that's my old man's gut.
0: Yeah, yeah, he... You know, like he wasn't like... When you think of an obese person, it wasn't like a... A flabby guy. he was mm-hmm. just
1: everything was. Yeah, my dad's like my dad's uh my dad's my body. Yeah, uh, plus forty pounds. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's not like like we're not flabby fat. We're like yeah, our, yeah, like yeah. Our stomachs are rock hard. I don't, yeah. I think it's all that Dempster's bread. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I uh, and then the can when the you got the cancer. He was he went down to like one hundred and sixty pounds. It was one hundred and
1: sixty. Oh yeah, he lost
0: he lost half of himself.
1: Did he still look like him at the end? Yeah, although I guess as you saw it gradually happening, right? he
0: insisted on shaving his head and he, 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 shaving his head and face, so he was just always bald. Because mm-hmm. I guess you it wasn't. He didn't get chemo, but I guess he wanted to look like <laughs> he, he wanted, got it. He wanted the cancer look? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, and also uh, my father didn't have a funeral. Uh, he just had like a, one of those, we, we just had a little thing for him at a fire hall. Really? Is,
1: a religious guy didn't have a funeral?
0: Yeah. Well, again, he was not, he's not like a, your textbook religious kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He, he talked about God a lot and uh, he definitely had his, but he didn't. Was there religion in the house growing up? And, uh, okay so here's what i'll say uh maybe he he wasn't a religious guy he didn't believe in religion he, he felt like that there shouldn't be a middleman between him and god so uh he didn't believe in going to church i did go to church willingly when i was a kid mm-hmm. uh i'd go by myself you yeah. know yeah yeah and i think the church it was a baptist wyoming baptist church and i'd go by myself and i'd go to sunday school and uh friends would parents would pick me up and we'd go together and i think that was partially also because my grandparents on my father's side they were they were religious mm-hmm. and that made an impression on me yeah like my, my grandma is super religious and i don't know it's not for me what do <laughs> yeah, you but when what are your thoughts now n- uh, no i'm not religious yeah, yeah, yeah. i I would say uh, at the best of times, I'm agnostic. Okay. And other times, I, just atheist. I, I don't mm-hmm. entirely think about it too much. When I think about death, I don't think about heaven or anything.
1: No, God, no. We're just done. Yeah, no. That's, I, why, that's why the whole thing of just like, what's there to be scared of because there's nothing after this? But maybe that's the scary part. <laughs> that is a scary part.
0: That everything stops. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like nothing exists anymore. Everything. So I always think about like, <laughs> you know like what will be the last time i hear this song yeah, that i yeah, love yeah, so yeah, yeah. much you know what i mean so i i try to take stock in that if i'm li- like in utero is my from nirvana is my favorite album mm-hmm. so i want to make a note of like when i listen to it that it's yeah not just like a mindless thing you know it's not background noise it's something that i'm listening to deliberately
1: i told my dad once we were up at the family cottage and i i told my dad that uh whether it be uh uh old age a freak accident or suicide i plan on dying at the cottage
0: (laughs) (laughs) that'd be great though i mean uh, you know i mean
1: i just expire on my dock you know just uh.
0: my father didn't get the dignity to die in the house like he wanted he had died in in the the hospital hospital, yeah but he was in such great pain and they couldn't help him at home they Mm -hmm. had to just cart them off and then they kept them alive long enough for me to fly there so i flew from halifax to toronto and then toronto to sarnia to the chris hadfield airport this nice. is bookending nicely <laughs> right and it's a small plane uh, from toronto to sarnia it's one row on each side that's yeah, it's a cigarette is. you know what <laughs> i mean and i was like and i hate small planes like so part of it was like I'm flying to watch my father die, and the other part is I might die in this plane. Mm-hmm. The smaller the plane, the
1: worse it well, feel What would you have rathered at that moment? You die or go watch your dad die?
0: Uh, go watch my dad die. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think I'd rather you know I'd rather live.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, no, I I want to live. Like I uh I don't know, I was listening to Stern today, and there there was a lot of talk about suicide because Anthony Bourdain yeah. and Kate Spade last yep, week. And yep, yep, just like. I would hope I'd never in that position where I'd even think about it. Even.
0: Well, but the thing, is, I mean, well, I'm
1: too big of a pussy to go through it. I, I don't even want. Like, but that's the thing.
0: I have thought about it, but uh, too scared.
1: Yeah, uh, like thought about it or contemplated
0: it. I thought about it. I think in the way that everybody thinks about it. Yeah, like I hey, just end it, and No, like you know. I think people have thought about suicide, not necessarily at a low point of their life. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that people have thought about suicide. In moments of extreme anxiety, I've definitely thought about that when I was in a relationship I didn't want to be in. Yeah. You know, seriously, yeah.
1: yeah. I'd think kill her first. No, I, for <laughs> me, it was, I yeah. No, it's just, uh, just end it. it. That's. The one time I did think about it, I was, uh, I told you I was living out at Broadview and Danforth, and I was, yeah. like, I was in a high rise, and uh, me and my buddy were just hanging out on my balcony. Yeah.
0: Oh, and I'm,
1: I'm yeah. on the 23rd, I'm just looking over the balcony. Yeah. And I just looked at my buddy, I go, you know, if I jumped right now, they'd blame you. <laughs> and he goes, oh, man, don't fucking do that to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> at the same time, uh, dead people creep me out.
1: Yeah, just punch your buddy in the face and then jump. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so funny. Oh, jeez. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't know, man. I want to live. I want to have a good time. But that's why I think about it. You know what
0: I mean? That's, I don't think about it in a, in a, in a suicidal way. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am not at all suicidal. It's, I think about it because I do love life. Mm-hmm. And so and I embrace life. When, I, when my father died, I do remember not caring whether I lived or died. And mm-hmm. I remember talking to my therapist about this. Like, I don't care if I die. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm not afraid of death. And my therapist said to me, well, that's because you're afraid of living. Uh-huh. and it was true because i was afraid of what my life was going to be without my father
1: mm-hmm. that's oh, i think about that a lot and i'm just like Whoa. yeah fuck
0: um, because that's the hard the hard part is not dying the hard part is living because you're mm-hmm. gonna have to live through those kind of personal tragedies and they it, it it's a fucking gut punch man yeah you
1: and how, how have you been coping all right oh yeah therapy's yeah, yeah, helping yeah yeah yeah, yeah. good I've, del I've, let's talk
0: Hey. Okay? Honestly, it was actually a weird time because then my grandmother died, I think, f- six months after. And then my grandfather died six months Jesus. after her.
1: Yeah. My grandma just turned 89 years old yesterday. No kidding. Happy birthday, grandma. And, um, and how is she doing? She's uh, she's good. She's a... Uh, father or mother's... My dad's mom. Yeah. And uh, both my mom's parents have gone. Uh, so she's she's the last grandparent I got. I got a step-grandma, too, on my step side. You have a stepmom. I have a stepmom. Oh, Very wow. nice lady. Very nice lady. So, you have several grandparents? Uh, well, not anymore.
0: Well, <laughs> I'm no, no, down no. To so two. You're down to two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't have any more grandparents. I mean, re-
1: and I feel like that's indicative now of how old I am. My first grandfather died. It was Canada Day, 1995. And I remember uh, that morning at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, me and my friend got pulled over by the police. I was driving my friend's parents car that we stole i was 15 years old <laughs> nice and um yeah and then there was like uh i don't know i, I got in shit the cops like why brought you know I had to call my mom my mom had to come pick me up i was supposed to be staying at my dad so she drove me to my dad's big see, fight. Yeah. and then um my my dad was gone uh during the day and i so i fucked off and i was just at a friend's house and i, I didn't want to go home because yeah knew, i knew i was going to be in trouble and then when I got home, um, I was not in trouble because my grandfather had died. So right. So the, um, the driving indiscretion <laughs> wow. was swept under the rug. Right, and just forgot about yeah. it. Yeah, and then I, uh, I was a pallbearer at my grandfather's funeral. This is my mom's yep. dad. Yep. And my dad's dad was at the funeral. And he said, uh, well, you pass the test. You'll be carrying me soon enough. Yeah. And then I was a pallbearer at his funeral. Uh, that's, I've carried um, a lot of caskets in my day. I've only carried uh, two. Carried a couple of relatives, a couple of friends, fucking best friend.
0: Carried him. Like. No shit. You had a f- best friend that. Yeah. So you've you've experienced plenty of trauma. Th- yeah, I yeah. I feel like I've led a charmed life up until now.
1: Yeah, know My uh, one of my besties from growing up, he uh, flipped an ATV. Oh it was Like two thousand and four. Wow. Um, Fourteen he, years ago. Yeah, and he uh just he he was like because they him and a bunch of buddies had gone like Baja for the day there in the country. Yeah, and uh, they were just loading everything up on the trucks. Yeah, so they they didn't have their equipment on or anything. And then he before he went to get on the truck, he wanted to do one last little fucking oh, no. spin so around it's trick. Like,
0: oh, so it was like uh, one of those things where yeah, like the day that, that was over, haunts you. Know? you where yeah, it's like yeah. oh, if he only just didn't do that thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh oh, but yeah, I um, uh I still uh. I'm still very close with this guy's parents. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah
0: you we, still, you still talk to them. You yeah, attached. like
1: I should shit. I call. So how? Old I call at least every year on the guy's birthday.
0: What do you been twenty around your he was, age? 20? He was a
1: year older than us. So twenty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It was like six days after his birthday. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, and this guy, he, uh, he was like a recovering hardcore drug addict. Oh, so he was on an upswing. Yeah, yeah, and like he had just like he'd got uh. he he. Like, cleaned up, he went to school, he got a, he got his mechanics license, he had yeah. a job, he had just moved in with uh, with a girl who I'm still very good friends with. Yeah. And, like, so things were moving. T- like, if I had gotten a call five years earlier and yeah. something happened to him, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Jeez. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so. It's like a Alanis set. Lyric. <laughs> well, hey, way to bring it down in the end. We're doing but great. But see, here. this
0: is this is what it tastes of what my podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is a, <laughs> we're this is the pilot episode
1: that. of Dying with Bob Kerr. Uh,
0: <laughs> I honestly find it
1: interesting. No, it's it's very interesting, and I. uh It's a big part of life. Why not talk about it? I th- I think I I don't know. It's weird that I have been thinking about it a lot more, and just like just people in general. Like, <laughs>
0: Well, but it's because uh, I've talked to my therapist about it. It's because she was like, Well, of course, because your father died. And then my grandparents died in quick succession. And there was just a lot of death. So, and there's been a lot of death in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, a long time. It's been a long time. But I mean, also, we are getting older. You know, we're approaching Mm -hmm. this. We're probably, we might be half. More than halfway through.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. You well, know, and I, mean, I even look at like my dad. Uh, my dad's family. He's from. He's one of seven. Yeah. And he's uh, he's kind of right in the middle. But like. Yeah. I don't know his brothers are starting to get older, and you're like, and nobody. They haven't. We haven't lost anyone yet. You know. So.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. You so feel even, like it's gonna
1: boom, boom, boom. Like we lost on that family. We lost a cousin, uh, who was 17. He got a car accident. Ooh. That was in 1990. Yeah. And then. Uh,
0: That's so. Oh.
1: Yeah, and then uh, and then my grandfather. Um, and that's pretty much it for, like, my dad's immediate family. So yeah. So it's just like, I don't know, man. The clock's ticking.
0: That's interesting. I feel like maybe every family has a story like the, you know what I mean? But like a tragedy. Yeah. Of a, of a young. Because I, I had a cousin. I never, I don't remember her, but she died from an
1: allergy attack. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's, see, shit like that, too. Like, Fucking go to a restaurant and get E. coli and just go home and fucking exactly. yourself to
0: oh, death. Oh, wait. There's a
1: story like that, right? Recently? Like, it's just waiting around every corner. Yeah. We're all gonna fucking die. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Embrace it. Embrace <laughs> life. The name of this episode is gonna be Bob Kerr is going to die. <laughs> uh, please. Yeah. Honestly, you'll get listeners that way. It's clickbait, but I. it's, it's also appropriate. Ah, too funny. So you grew up a bit of religion your yeah. own self-induced religion yeah. uh did you have siblings yeah, yeah i still do still do uh two brothers two brothers you're the youngest oldest Where i'm is in the it? middle oh so that's, that's why sucks, i do eh? what i do yeah yeah somebody pay attention to bob
0: yeah <laughs> honestly i was like i was the, the background kid i also i didn't I didn't do anything bad. I didn't rebel, really, so... Didn't have a drug phase? No, not... I mean, yeah, when I was in my 20s, so not when I was a teen. Hard drugs or just... No, I the hardest drug I ever did was coke, probably. But not in succession, not a lot? No, no, there was always great spans of time when I did coke. There was a funny, sort of a funny coke story where I, uh, uh, it was New Year's Eve and I had done, I had bought coke with a buddy, and then I went to uh, a party of, you know, it was a comedy party. So uh, who it was hosted by, uh, oh, shit. Now I'm forgetting so many names. <laughs> Jared. Jared Sales Don't know him. It's at his place. Sarah Hennessy was there. It was, uh, and Daryl uh, McIntyre Mac, was there. <laughs> and I'm forgetting so many names. <laughs> I have a terrible memory anymore. Doing great. And uh, I remember... <laughs> Wanting to find somewhere to do this coke, you know, but not out in front of everyone. Because for some reason, I was very embarrassed about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. just felt like an embarrassing drug. And uh, I was going to do it in the bathroom, but I was like, oh, it's too cliche. and People will hear me, you know, and uh, that's... So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I was trying to be very careful. Then I went downstairs to the basement and I went through this door and it was, a, it was pitch black. I was like, oh, it's the garage. I listen, I was a little drunk too. So I go in the garage, it's dark, and I'm try, I'm looking for a light to, and then a surface to do this Coke on. Because it's like this is good, because nobody's
1: close to here. And <laughs> I'm doing it off the hood of a Pontiac sunfire. <laughs> and then uh
0: oh, his name's not Daryl. it's Darren. Darren McTarr. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the, the light switches on <laughs> and it's Darren. And there's me just in the middle of the fucking garage in the dark and he's like hey man are you lost i was like oh uh yeah (laughs) i didn't want want to say i'm just trying to find a place to do this cocaine you know you
1: keep it to yourself because you don't want
0: to share that's why that might be Mm. that might have been the case (laughs) that might have been the case i'm very possessive with my drugs (laughs) that was the hardest
1: drug ever there i don't think and now
0: you're not even smoking weed anymore I I'm such a boring person. Yeah. I'm
1: going and that's why I'm moving to Hamilton. Do you like to have a drink at least? Yeah. Good. Let's go have a drink at the Andrew Bar if you want. I would love that. I would love to see this Andrew Bar. Um that's pretty much our hour, man. We uh we we covered uh we covered a lot. A lot yeah. of death, a lot of life.
0: This is good. this part f- for the course when you want to talk to me about yeah,
1: it. Yeah, fucking we found out who Bob Kerr is a dark, disturbed individual, everyone. <laughs> and we're happy to have him here. Uh did you have fun, Bob? I had a great time. I'm glad we got you down here, man. Uh, it was a good talk and uh, got to learn a little bit more about Bob Kerr before he dies. So that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, guys, you know where to find me. Underground Comedy Club, every single Wednesday night. Jeff Ball Comedy on all the socials. Bob, where can we find you? Uh, Mr. Bob Kerr on Twitter and Instagram and then uh, that's about it. Give him a follow. He's a funny fucking guy. Uh, Thanks, man. And uh, I always enjoy watching him perform you guys should check him out too are you on my show this week i am i'm on he's on well this thing this podcast comes out on monday so uh (laughs) guys bob kerr crushed at doping mike on wednesday night and y'all missed it uh so see him when he's out there guys come back and see us real soon this has been another episode of the potato files here on never sleeps network thank you everybody bye bye
0: Did, did i talk too much about death Never Sleeps Network
1: This has been a Never Sleeps Network production Executive produced by Alex Ross For more information and content Visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com Hello to the five people still listening And mom Thank you for listening to the Potato Files Here on Never Sleeps Network Now that you are done this Go check out another NSN podcast Created right here in Toronto comedy and wrestling fans, check out Casey Corbin's wrestling podcast, Talkin' Wrestling, here on NeverSleepsNetwork.com Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.